Hello, my friends, and good Thursday morning to you. Thank you so much for being with us today. My name is Roger, and behind the scenes is my wife, Angie, and together we make up the Barnabas Bridge. Our hope and our prayer during this time together that is when you visit us, you walk away a little bit more encouraged because of the power of God's Word. Uh, this week I've been sharing with you that we were on vacation last week, and we really had a fantastic time, and we just saw so many things, and it was just uh, so beneficial for Angie and I to be together, just kind of separating from the world. And I'll tell you, one of the benefits of, of uh, vacations isn't just seeing new sites and getting around and, and doing those type of things, but it really is a, a, a almost a mental and emotional and a spiritual thing as well to separate from just the world, in, in the world of our daily uh, routine, whether good or bad, uh, stressful or not, it doesn't matter. Being able to step away from your normal is just a good thing for all of us. It kind of revives us. And so that's really, for us, that's one of the primary reasons that we go on vacation is to just separate from the world and just be out there and to recharge. But I'll tell you something happened to me on this vacation, and quite frankly, it probably always does. But this one I kind of noted even more because our vacation was so awesome and we hadn't been on one for quite some time. And so we just was really enjoying ourselves. And I had really forgotten about so many things. I didn't forget. I just put them aside. I didn't have to worry about things. I didn't have to be anxious about things uh, because we were on vacation and life was good. But one morning I was sitting there just kind of relaxing and I opened up my phone. And and you know how technology is today. Sometimes it tells you things that you don't really know. And so just out of nowhere, I got, boom, this, this news article and I got news from the world. And so that peaceful, easy feeling that I had uh, acquired over the, over the first three days of our vacation was really kind of shattered just because it was just like the, the news of that day was just kind of, you know, it's just kind of ugly and, and it's just kind of unsettling. And it's just, and you know what I'm talking about. Uh, the news that we receive, see many Christmas, it seems like nonstop anymore is really just something that kind of, it can overshadow peace in our lives. It, it can take away the, the intentions that we have of, of living a day or even a life of, of just uh, being joyful and, and at ease. Because the news sometimes is really hard and the news of the world is very hard at times. And so I started thinking about that because it kind of threw me off track and I, I think I was on the on a trajectory of losing the peace that I'd gained, and I didn't want to go there. And so I started thinking about uh, Scripture, and, and, and I tell you, something that always encourages me is John chapter 17. If you know that passage, if you know that what was taking place there, I just can't imagine being more encouraged when you get news of the world, uh, no matter what that is, whether it's opening up your phone and getting some unwanted Um, report from around the world, or a doctor's news, or something in your kids' lives, or grandkids, uh, something in your own life that is really unsettling. It says, how do you move past there? Well, in John chapter 11, the setting is that Jesus is with his disciples, and he's about to be arrested. It is in the darkest hours of his life at this point. And, and And he's sitting there, and he's been really kind of ministering those two closest to him that he loves and telling them the things that are about to unfold and that it's really going to be okay. 
even though the news seems it couldn't be worse, uh, he said it's going to be okay. And then he does a remarkable thing. He starts praying in front of these folks. Uh, first he prays for himself, and then he prays for his disciples, those present. And then he prays for all future believers, you and I. When we hear news from the world, and it's unsettling, and it's dark, and it's hard to take, and we don't really know how to even process it, how much more encouraging could it possibly be to know that God himself, one night, 2,000 years ago, knew that it was coming into your life and to mine, and he prayed for us that we might have peace and strength and courage and confidence, even in these times, not to have that peace, that joy, that peaceful, easy feeling snatched away from us, but instead to keep on the fight and keep moving on in a joyful, God-honoring way. God never intended to take us out of the world. We are most certainly in the world, amen? But we're not to be part of the world. We're not to see the world the way the world sees itself, but instead we see God working. In that John chapter 17, in verse number 11, Jesus is talking about, he's praying, I should say, about his disciples. And he says, I'll remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world and I am coming to you. So Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they will be one as we are one. So imagine that, folks. Jesus says that I am leaving, but we know from previous chapters of John that he is sending the Spirit. And so when Jesus does leave the world, we're not alone, we're not orphans. The Holy Spirit indwells all believers, and we are protected in that. We receive protection. That's what Jesus prayed for. Dropping down to verse 15, it says, My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. So sanctify them by truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. For them I sanctify myself, that they too may be truly sanctified. God doesn't take us out of this sometimes messy place that we live, but he gives us the charge that we are supposed to be change agents to wherever we are. But more than that, he doesn't just give us the charge, but he protects us in our work and allows us to be sent into the world. In verse number 20, Jesus goes on and then he begins praying for all future believers. Isn't that something? We have a recorded event, a historical event of God himself praying for us. That when we receive news of the world, no matter how difficult those times might be, that we might be encouraged and carry on. Verse number 20, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me. May they be brought to complete unity, to let the world know that you sent me, and have loved them even as you have loved me. 
Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you love me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, though the world does not know you, I know you, and they know that you have sent me. I have made you known to them and will continue to make known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. The encouragement of God praying for you and I, that regardless of how difficult the times are, that he's with us. When Jesus finished these words, he was arrested. I think there's great significance as we are, our effort is to emulate Christ in every way. Just as he was about to be arrested, he prays for others. He prays for us. He prays for himself. And then he's arrested. We are in this world and sometimes we receive news from the world that is very, very difficult to take. Sometimes even these days, it seems like moment by moment. But we don't concentrate on the news, but we concentrate on the greatest newsmaker of all times, and that is Jesus Christ. Folks, I hope that the understanding, that just the scripture that I was able to share with you today is an encouragement to you. And I pray most certainly that you're not going through any uh, dark times. I, I pray that you're not concentrating on the news of the world but in everything, in all ways, you feel peace and comfort to carry on in your good work because Jesus Christ knows you and he prays for you. So God, guys, let's say a prayer and, and we'll head out there with faith on this day. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the recorded message. It is that while you stood on earth, you prayed God, it's just amazing that uh, we have these things in before us to read that Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, knew so well what we all would be facing someday. But when he climbed the cross, the darkest hour, Lord, it turned into the greatest hour for all of the believers of all times. So we thank you, Lord, and let us live that way, full of hope and full of faith on this day. We thank you and we praise you in Christ's name. Amen. Folks, thanks for stopping by. Take care, and God willing, we'll see you tomorrow on Friday. Bye.